Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thanks for listening to Danny and Dusty On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Is your heater safe? Why replace it when Service Patriots can restore it? Get their $59 27-point furnace tune-up and safety check, including a free 1-inch filter. They'll also check your AC for free. Go to servicepatriots.com. This is Danny and Dusty. Merangatang is going to be a thing. You're not coining anything new. With Danny Meringue and Dusty, the Fan Man Hera. All throws and monkey sounds in there are called good. The old like, Danny Meringue pie. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. The Fan. Good afternoon! Hey! Happy Monday, everybody. Danny and Dusty with you. Have a good weekend, my man? I did. I sports real hard. Boy, it was a sporty sports weekend. It really was. We start with the in-season tournament, and then we, we get some, some baseball. And then we... that, That's what we're starting with. That's what I started with. <laughs> no, the, I, I, even on Friday, it was a, a little sportsy weekend because you had, uh, you had the Blazer game. Mm-hmm. You had the Montana Furman FCS game, the which for show. all of you degenerates out there that watch that game, um, I'm glad you joined me in that yeah. because Sh- that was a fun ass game. Of Shut football. up, uh, Bill Oram's meltdown. Oh, really? Oh, he was struggling in press row during the Blazers game. Was he? Oh, the struggle was yeah. real. Yeah, look, we got a lot of great Grizzlies in this area. I know that this is not going to make the uh, Portland State folks happy, mm. but them's the breaks, them's yep. the rules. We got a lot of Montana Grizzlies out we here in. Especially journalists. You got mm-hmm. Tyson Alger of the I-5 Corridor. Yep. He's a Montana Grizzly. Bill Oram, uh, proud Coastie and, mm-hmm. and Montana Grizz- Grizzly. Mm-hmm. You know, those are fun. His, his jaw fun was games. locked throughout the Blazers game. Every time I look back at him, he was I can see why. It was, a, it was great drama. Oh, it was a gripping game. And you have some phenomenal breakdowns. Like, uh, the, the we talked about this at the end of the show on Friday, mm-hmm. when we talked about Montana playing Furman that night, indeed, the ma- the mascot matchups are awesome for for the semifinals. You have the Great Danes of Albany playing the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State. You have the Bison of North Dakota State playing the Grizzlies of Montana. Nothing says rural like having Grizzlies and Bison play, mm-hmm. and then you have Jackrabbits. Playing Great Danes, what? yeah, that's All, fantastic. That's, that is such a a weird. That is an yet elite mascot pool. Cool mascot named mm-hmm. the Great Dane. We don't use the Great Dane very often. No, we don't. It's, it's a big ass dog. It is, but it has like back problems. It doesn't live very long. Well, kind of like Albany. Um, wow, 
Well, I'm, I just, I'm just saying it. That's fair. Just calling out a seat. And yeah, the semifinals. Who? Didn't Albany beat? Yeah, they beat Idaho. Idaho. They beat the Vandals. I watched that on ESPN Plus on Saturday night. Still alive. Still alive. Yeah, that's welcome to the conversation. Well, As we I'm were sorry, talking the semifinals, your, Jackrabbits versus Great Danes. <laughs> well, I'm worried you know? about the D2 finals. And we have those outdoors, too. You have South Dakota State plays outside in Brookings, South Dakota. That is psycho stuff. That should be against the rules to play in South Dakota in mid-December outside. What are we doing? Yet, I'm going to embrace it. That place going to be frozen. And then Washington Grizzlies Stadium, one of my favorite stadiums of all time, going to host the other semifinal. So we started with that on Friday. Mm. And then Saturday, we did have in-season tournament. Mm-hmm. We had Army-Navy. Mm-hmm. You had Bill Belichick wearing a gold Navy helmet on the on the set of College Game Day. That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Mm. I mean, he was not the most charismatic person, but no again, it's Bill Belichick. That was about as outgoing as you'll see him. Mm. That was pretty cool. He's like, it says on my hat, it says on the side, go Navy beat Army in Chinese. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I don't know sure, what it says. Whatever you say. <laughs> whatever whatever you say, Bill. No, nothing like uh, American patriotic uh, things in Mandarin. That's right. That's right. Nothing says America like like Mandarin. Go army. Go Navy. Beat Army in Chinese on yeah. the side of your football helmet. And then we had the in, we had in season tournament uh, MVP LeBron James. Mm-hmm. You know, Anthony Davis went absolutely bonkers. No, it's not about that. It's about LeBron having something Jordan doesn't. He has two things that Jordan doesn't. You know what they are? A bubble and yes, an in season tournament. Is absolutely. it the bubble? The other one? Yes. He has three. He has hair. Well, kind of. More hair than Jordan has. Um, He never had facial hair that appropriated um, a horrible dictator's facial hair. Well, the Michael Jordan Hitler stash in the Haynes commercial was something. And that is real. Yeah. That is real. That happened. It happened. Bad choices. But then we had an NFL day on all day Sunday. That was it was NFL Day was, on Sunday. Uh, yeah, so I was, was like, going to say it was great. It was not. It had drama, though. It, had, it kept people watching. It did. And that's the thing. is, It, it kept people watching, but um, I think that was more like watching a train wreck as opposed to watching good football. Mm, that's true. I mean, I sat there and watched all well, of Raiders Vikings. That's that. I deserve you, a medal. No, you don't. Medal. No, you deserve to be institutionalized for another reason. Like, uh, we can just say we can add this to... One of several reasons why. First, I started watching out of fandom, okay. and then I started watching just to see how bad it would get. Oh. I continued watching. I was just sitting there going, there's no, it can't get worse. It got worse. It got worse. It got worse. It got Every worse. minute you watched, it got worse. Boy, that was ugly football, man. I. It's the worst game of NFL football I've ever seen. Oh, I will say the other 3-0 game that I remember is probably the one that I'll go as the worst. Mm-hmm. You remember Monday Night Football, I think it was 2008, um, but it was the Steelers and the Dolphins at Heinz Field in the middle of a monsoon. Oh, I do remember. But that you understood that, that But that had a play that I will ne- – because guys could not keep their footing. No. It was a slip and slide, and I, I they had one play that I will forever remember. It was a punt in the – Punt like plugged like on a golf course. <laughs> Think about that. A football filled with air was kicked just about 70 feet in the air 
and it came down and did not move. <laughs> and that was also 3-0. That was also a 3-0 game. But you understood that this yeah, was did. in a dome. You did. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, uh, by the way, we'll talk about that game coming up. We're going to talk about a lot of NFL games. Mm-hmm. It's an NFL-heavy show. That game, BT-dubs, lowest scoring game in an indoor stadium ever. Ever. <sighs> 3-0. 3-0. How about that? Take that. And my my seven-year, well, I guess he's still six, my son, who is six, was enthralled by that oh, game. Oh, yeah. No, it's because his first train wreck. He could not wrap his head around, and I, I'm so proud of him, America, that he was he could not wrap his head around the fact that that game could feasibly end in a 0-0 tie. And he was rooting for the 0-0 tie so hard. Because he just wanted to see it happen. Because we've we've gone over overtime and how overtime works in high school and college. And then we're talking NFL, and he's like, well, it'll go on until somebody scores. I'm like, no, 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 bud. In the NFL, they're going to they're gonna put that 15 or 10 minutes up on the board, and they are going to play. And if it ends in 0-0, that game is over, my man. And he at that point, he was rooting for chaos. He's an agent of chaos. He is American because he, mm. he, he does not want the ties. Of course. He just wanted to see it happen so change would happen. If a 0-0 tie happened, we see all overtime rules change in the NFL. Oh, God, yes. 0-0 would be the breaking point. I mean, what does Vegas do with that? Mm. They, get, they just give everybody their money. I know. Back. It's just like, yeah, that's a weird one. Yeah, Kirk Ferentz was just like, yes, give me more. <laughs> Kirk Ferentz was like, that was a good football game. Brian I Ferentz is like, I... Wow, I didn't know I could, it could be done. Yeah, he's like, that's a scoring explosion. That's, just, that's what that's I'm a, trying to do. It's incredible. But we got a 3-0 football game. Um, so we had, and then we get a Monday night doubleheader tonight. Or not a doubleheader. We get a Monday night double dip there you go. tonight. You get two Monday night football games. But are they good? No, but not. you get two Monday night football games. So it's week 14. It's we like got going to, to the dollar store. What's wrong with the dollar store? That, yeah, does I, anything good ever come out of the dollar store? Steak? I no. I got no. a buddy. I got a buddy who buys steak from the dollar store, and he claims that it is not bad, and it's not you, Will. It's not me. Although I, I would like to consider us friends. We are friends. Good. Okay. We are friends, but you are not that friend. So I know two people. I two people I consider friends enjoy steak from the dollar store. It's a trend. It's it's called being poor. Whoa! That's also a trend. All the shaming. kids are doing it. <laughs> You're over here meat shaming. Yeah, damn right I am. Gosh, Danny's Although, not the shamer. first time. Meat shaming meringue over there. Although I did go grocery shopping was that yesterday, day yeah. before, sometime this weekend. My God, is meat expensive right now? Not at so, the dollar store. Yeah, you're gonna mm. you're you're gonna continue to meat shame over here. Yeah, I'm going to. I'm oh, gonna great continue deals. grinding my teeth and spending money mm. on nice meat. And they also have lots of candy too. It's like it, I don't know if this has ever been verified by anybody, mm. but it's just like the it's what it's just widely accepted by everyone mm. that the steak bites at the Acropolis are so good because the guy who owns the Acrop owns like a cattle ranch mm. and that's where they get their steak from. Like that has been said to me. A thousand I have times. said it to other people. Yes. I don't know if that's true. I, I well, do. We well, know that that is true. I know that they're good. <laughs> they're not bad. I've, what is that a restaurant? In the Acropolis. No, you should go there after work. No. Yeah, yeah, you should no, go there I'm after going work. To the gym. I, no, no, no. You should go there after work. Hit up Where th- is it? Hit up Thunder Ranch. Where's go- that? Right across the street. Uh, you should go there. 
You should go there after work. It's right off McLaughlin. You've never had steak bites at Acrop? I've never heard of, well, I think I've heard of Acrop. But no, I've never gone there. Yeah, dude. One of my buddies, like, he raves about the salad bar there, which is far too close to the main stage. (laughs) There's a salad bar next to the main stage? I haven't been there in a while. Is it like all you can eat? Is go. it a buffet-style main stage? You just need to you go. You just need to go. You just need to yeah, go. I'm not, I'm not going gonna on tell- a Monday at 3. That's- <laughs> you probably should. You yeah. get the full experience, yeah. bud. Am I going to get licked? Is that what's going to happen? Yeah. Am I going to get the sucanic treatment? Uh, maybe. Mm. No, no, because that was... You usually got to pay extra. That was at the Bachelor's, bachelor's Inn, RIP, mm. in uh, Coos Bay. That place burnt to the ground. And that oh, rightfully was should. Rightfully so. an experience. Grandpa Gary just told me what it was. I'm glad Grandpa Gary's on top of it. <laughs> there is, okay, mission accomplished. Look, we are 13 minutes into our Monday show, and my work for the week has been done. Now that I have our producer's grandfather <laughs> is texting him about strip clubs. <laughs> like that. <laughs> about the steak bites and A-crop? Because now we have, <laughs> there. there's some visuals that, Young Will Ortner over there will never get out of his mind ever again. Oh, you mean house and some steak bites? No, uh, uh, Grandpa, Grandpa being there. Just yeah. uh, you know what? Maybe maybe you can have three generations of Ortner men go there. Tell me, man. I'm not I'm not I'm not going there or any other place like that with any family member of mine. Tell you, man. Uh, what you what you did back in the day is you went to Thunder Ranch. Then you when they closed, you stumbled across the street to Acrop and went and got some steak bites. Sure, there you go. There you go. How late are they serving steak bites? Don't worry about it. Yeah, just go. I don't know. Just, just yeah. Go. I'm not doing anything on Friday. Jeff Rust isn't here. He's in a- up. No, he's not. He's uh, He's got sick kids. He's a it's, it's that time of year. Mm. It's that time of year. So Will Ortner is here. So I'm glad that I'm, this is like, I, I miss Jeff Rust always. Mm. But this is a good thing that Jeff Rust is gone today because That's now. spreading the disease. We're exp- he, we, he is not mm. spreading the disease, and we're expanding horizons today. Indeed. All right? Because Jeff Russ is 100% head stake by the Yes. <laughs> I like Russ's dating advice. Every once in a while, he'll give me a nugget. They're all pretty funny. Mm. Ooh, like what does he say? Uh, he said to look for the a woman who loves a good dive bar. That mm. is actually great yeah. advice. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. That's, that is great advice. He's wise. Dive bars, if you take a date to a dive bar... And she says, ew, that's when you need to move on. Move on. Yeah. Because that doesn't fit you as a as a human being, mm-hmm. as a person. You she needs to be accepting of that because a great dive bar will tell you a lot about the people that you keep company with. And I love dive bars. They're fantastic. If if you could say, Hey, do you have a food menu? And they have like a just a bunch of bags of chips pinned to the to the bar back behind you, You're like, doing yeah, good. these are the food options here, right? That's a good place to go and grab a couple drinks. Mm-hmm. You know, you might get stabbed, but we, it's we, a we good, don't we don't make place. food here. No, no, no. I celebrated my engagement with my wife at a dive bar. I like it. Yeah, the ship is what it was called. Was Hor- it floating? No, it was nowhere oh, near place, water. This place was sank. It is nowhere near water. It is nowhere near water. The anchor was, it was down. Great. It was mm. fun. We had a great time. I like it. I like it. <laughs> All right, we got a Monday show for you. Uh, Will Ortner is here. Danny Morang is here. Mm. I am here. No Jeff Russ today. Uh, but we R. will R. still party. He's d- maybe dead. Mm. Most likely alive, Jeff Rust. Most likely alive. We got a lot of football, as Danny said. But we also have um, 
We do have to get to the the baseballs. It did happen. Shohei Otani gets seven hundred million dollars. It's a lot of money. I yeah. I thought he's gonna be after the he tore the the elbow. I thought he'd be six hundred. Can I can I call some shenanigans? Mm. Can uh, yeah yeah yeah. I'm gonna call shenanigans on who on the Dodgers. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. And I'll well, I'll tell you about that when we talk Shohei Otani. Okay. But I'm calling shenanigans on Otani uh, in the Dodgers giving him seven hundred million dollars. We also have got to get to in season tournament. Mm. We will talk in season tournament today. And LeBron James, still that dude. Still that dude. But um, one thing we won't talk about, but it's on the highlights right now on the TV behind your head, so I'm gonna, I have to mention it. Oh, yeah. Bronny James made his Did debut you? at USC. Yep. Which is really cool considering he went, went into went cardiac through. arrest yeah. over the summer and that he is back. Mm-hmm. But can we all just stop with the over-the-top praise of his performance for he USC? Had, he had four points. He was one of four from the yeah. field. And... I saw Bronny James at the Les Schwab Invitational, mm-hmm. right? And I can say with certainty, he's an NBA player. Watch, he's really, he's a really good player. Yeah. He's a really good player. But at no time was he the best player on the floor no. in that tournament. He's he's an NBA player who is a rotation guy. He's, a, 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 I think that says a lot to the talent at yeah. the Les Schwab Invitational. But like they're talking like, oh my gosh, Bronny showed those flashes. It's like. That he's a good player. That he's a college, like really, like a solid college player. Like he's, he's, he's not come, his dad, though. Like he's not going to start at USC. <laughs> no, like, Isaiah Collier, <laughs> Boogie, like they they've got like four guys that are going to go to the NBA in their backcourt. Like it's going to be a minute for Bronny. If yeah. he may, hell, he may stay another year. All right. So I got that off my chest now. The way I feel good about yeah. that. I feel good about yeah. that. Like Bronny's going to have a good I'm career. I'm glad he, that he's back playing. He played 17 minutes. He had, he did hit the, the the box score. A couple like four points, three rebounds, two steals, two blocks, two assists. Like he did a, a lot go. of like everything. But uh, Long Beach State. He's a role player. Also, yeah, Long Beach State, Upstate USC. Go. First, first time they they'd won at USC since '87. Go Dirtbags. Mm-hmm. Are they still a Dirtbags? No, it's just their baseball team. Okay, their baseball yeah. team is, is has always been. They used to be the 49ers, and mm-hmm. now I don't even think they're the 49ers anymore. I think they're something lame. No, they like they're it, the Sharks or they something. They changed that that too. Yeah, dude, you have an old English LB as your logo. Yeah. Your baseball team's the Dirtbags. Just be cool with something. You the, right? remember the, the the old Snapbacks? When yeah, they said Dirtbags. Dirt I had one. Yeah, it was. It was the, we can't have anything nice. No, and I don't like it. Well. You also had the Gamecocks one, too, that everybody had. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody had that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to look it up right now. I Like, it doesn't even have, like... They're just Long Beach State basketball. They're just Long Beach State basketball. Like, they don't have, like, any sort of... They, they have no mascot. Nothing tied to them? What is... This is weird. You gotta have a mascot. What's their mascot? Uh, LB. Yeah, they're just... It's a shark. Yeah, it's the shark. They're the sharks now. Yeah, yeah. The baby sharks. Yeah. Do 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 do. Um, yeah. That's I don't like that. Their nickname is the Beach. Yeah. The the Division One athletic program remains Beach Athletics. So they are quite oh, literally. So bad. The they they are just boo Long Beach State. Boo. Well, imagine having great branding and then throwing it in the trash. Were 49ers, are they problematic? Is that why they got rid of 49ers? Probably. I mean, the San Francisco 49ers are. Gold panning, land stealing, something or other. 
Well, I think all of those things happen. Sure. Land stealing and yeah. the gold panning happen. Yeah. All right. Text line thinks they're called the beach. They are. That's the nickname. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, it's dumb. No, I'm out. I'm out on that. All right, that's enough Long Beach State talk. Let's get to some football, shall we? Uh, We had trouble in paradise for one NFL team, and this is not a good look, but it may explain a little bit more. Danny Mm. Dusty on the fan. Danny and Dusty on the fan. They came after him on the last one. I don't think they'll sit back consistently. Here they come again. There's a flag down at the line of scrimmage as the pass is to an open Travis Kelsey who flings it back over to Tony. My goodness, this is going for a touchdown. This is a, this is not a design play. Kelsey's always looks around as if he's a quarterback and he does this. And I can't believe it. I think Outside, it's coming back. Number 19 offense lined up in the neutral zone. Wow. Five yard penalty. At a Cleveland Heights high school in Ohio, an old quarterback threw a perfect spiral for a, what looked like an improbable touchdown. That it just can't happen. These receivers can't get out of the way of hurting the team too many times at the end of the game. Ooh, Jim Nance and Tony Romo on the call yesterday on CBS as I don't know, like people are calling it a controversial finish to the Bills and Chiefs game. Nothing controversial about it. There is no controversy about it. The Buffalo Bills, who have been mired in controversy in the week leading up to that game with their head coach, Sean McDermott, being called out for harnessing 9-11 terrorist attacks as great teamwork back in 2019 in an utter lack of... You don't have to hand it to them. And an utter lack of ability to relate to his players or convey messages to his team in the week leading up, that's controversy. The Buffalo Bills end up beating the Kansas City Chiefs 20-17, to and that play right there is what everybody is talking about. Not the fact that we have now the Kansas City Chiefs sitting at 8-5 and five and losers of three of their last four games. No, 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 no. And really, if we're, if we're looking at it, 
four of their last six, three of their last four. The Kansas City Chiefs, we're not looking and talking about the Chiefs not being very good right now and going through a lull in the season at a time where you see a lot of the great teams are starting to ramp it up because it's December. No, 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 no. What we are talking about is Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid being upset at the fact that Kadarius Toney was called for lining up in the neutral zone on that play right there. And not even just a little bit. He's all the way over. Dusty, uh, you were a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. What do you do on every single snap? Look, I and this is this is inexcusable. What as a wide receiver and as a wide receiver's coach at the high school level, mm-hmm. what you tell your players is every play, whether you are on or you are off, you check. You check. You hold your arm back and tell the official, "I am off." And if you are on the ball, he will back you up. Or if you are on, you point down at the line and he will say, "You're good," or he'll scoot you forward or backwards. Mm-hmm. You get help lining up because literally every play you are off the ball. Every single play you are told because to you're, do that. It's sometimes fifteen yards away from the ball, and you don't have that line now that you can't see down that line accurately. What has happened and transpired in this is you now have Patrick Mahomes, who I understand. I understood it in the moment when he was you know leaving the field, and he told Josh Allen this. That's really loud. Really loud at the end there. But he's just saying worst effing call ever to Josh Allen. I understand it in that moment. Like, you say that, you're on the field, I get it. You're upset. Being upset at the officials for doing their job when your receiver didn't do his. And it's not like he's, it wasn't close. It was not even close. He's a yard forward. It was not even like, close. You want to be mad at somebody? Be mad at Tony. And the, look, everybody's like, well, you don't call that. You yeah, actually you do. do. This has been a point of emphasis all season long. When it's egregious, you throw the flag. They have been calling it this year more than they have ever before. Okay? That is that is a statement of fact. I think it's – they said on Sunday Night Football they've called it 11 times this year. They called it twice last year and one time the year before that. Okay? They have been calling it more this year. And you don't throw that flag – in anticipation of the Chiefs doing a dope play. And this like, like, that's that, right. like look, they threw the flag at snap because yeah. it's a snap infraction because he's offsides at the snap. Just because it turned into yeah. something cool later is crazy. Doesn't negate the fact of what Tony did. But there's also like there is nuance to being the receiver and, and being in that position of how you are that far forward is beyond me. Yeah. But there's another factor in this in that when you are lining up, quote, on the ball, okay, you are within a yard of the ball, mm-hmm. right? Because it goes to, in Will Ortner, you are an offensive lineman. Offensive lineman, it is your helmet for the guard mm-hmm. needs to break the hip of the center. Tackle mm-hmm. too. The center or the guard and tackle have that same relationship as well, right? So the center is on the ball. You take in, You are supposed to be in line with the tackle and guard which is you're about a yard off of the ball. Yeah. He was over the ball. Mm-hmm. He was past the ball yeah. where the ball was. <laughs> like it, that, it was egregious. So, you made it so egregious that he had to throw the flag. So he wasn't like 
close to being on the ball. On the ball is actually a yard behind where the ball is. And the thing is, is we, we can it's to, to reiterate lunacy this point, to drive it home. Tony does not look or check with the ref. No. Not once. Now, Josh Cohen, who he does a lot of breakdowns on, on Twitter and stuff. He works for CBS. He said that he was in the truck working the game for CBS. Mm-hmm. And he said that he saw Kadarius Tony check with the official. He's in, Now, he tweeted that out in, in real time. Since then, the All-22 has come out in the aerial view. Mm-hmm. And even the All-22, it cuts it cuts a little bit sooner. Um, but you can see that the receiver on the top side of the field, he goes up and he checks with the receiver. Mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony plays with his mouthpiece and then looks in towards the, the line of scrimmage. He never checks outside. Now, he may have checked really early, and what a lot of receivers will do is they'll go out and they'll check, and they don't listen to the advice of the line judge. And that's the thing is that even if you check – you have to follow the advice mm-hmm. of the line judge who will sit there and tell you, back up, back up, and he'll give you – there are hand signals that they tell you where he'll he'll just sit there and he'll nudge you back a little bit, and, and you know, okay, I need to back up a little bit if I'm going to be on, and then he'll give you the hand down, mm-hmm. which means you're on the ball. He didn't, he didn't do that. Even if he checked, he didn't follow the advice of the line judge because you're not throwing that flag in that moment yeah. or any other moment if the receiver is taking your advice. The, the the thing about here, not just this incident, the Chiefs in general, going into this weekend, even with the Bills, you kind of convinced me to take the Chiefs just because of how sloppy the stuff around McDermott was coming into this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember saying on Friday, I don't trust this team. This Chiefs team is not the team that we kind of come to see over the last couple of years, and it's not just the wide receivers. They're missing something. They're, there's just... They're not there. Well, that receiver room is bad. It and is. Darius Tony is one of them. Rice was great yesterday. Their receiver room has been atrocious for them this it year. It has. But also, like, the plays that you've expected Mahomes to make, that, that defense to make, the, the, they just aren't there. Mm-hmm. There's just that, 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 that secret sauce is whatever it is, it's missing. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Well, you know that it kind of feels like when you lose three of your last four games and you lose four of your last six games, it can feel like the walls are closing in on you. And you started getting that feeling when you heard Patrick Mahomes, not just on the field after the game, but then double and tripling down Mm -hmm. on it in the post game. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080, the fans. Here over here, meet Shaman. The Buffalo Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs 20-17. to And the fallout is not that Josh Allen and the Bills find a way to win in a game where Allen throws for 233, one touchdown, and one interception. It is the fact that the Kansas City Chiefs are kind of feeling like those walls are closing in on them. And you go through these points of a season where, look, 
remember when people were selling stock in the San Francisco 49ers because they lost three in a row? Mm-hmm. When people were selling stock in the Miami Dolphins because they were in, in the midst of a losing skid? These things happen, but right now in December, there is a little bit more panic because this is where the great teams start ramping things yeah, th- up. This is your rev-up period as you're trying to get right heading into the playoffs. And the thing that's being highlighted the most out of the Chiefs' loss is Patrick Mahomes' reaction to a penalty being called against him and his team and how he handled it in the postgame. I mean, it's I mean, obviously tough to swallow. Um I mean, not, not only for, for me, but just for football in general. I mean, just to take away greatness like that. I mean, for a guy like Travis to make a play like that. And who knows if we win. But as I know as fans, you want to see the guys on the field decide the game. And that's why last week I didn't say anything about the flag. They didn't get called on the Marquez. And so, I mean, I, don't, it, I mean, they're human, man. They make mistakes. But, I mean, I'm, it's every week we're talking about something and – all I can do is go out there and give everything I have, and I'm proud of the guys because that's what we did, and it was a great football game that ended – another great football game that just ended like that. It's just tough tough to swallow. I under Wah. like I get what he's saying with, like, you want the guys on the field to, to dictate the, a game, they right? They did. And he's saying Marquez Valdez-Scantling, you know, at the end of last week when the, the, the no call, you sit there and you go, okay. When he's tackled on the goal line, we all remember that play, mm-hmm. or near the goal line. And there's no penalty. Sure. Yeah. Don't say anything. This was so egregious, and it was a pre-snap penalty. You have to call it. (laughs) Like, it's one of those things where it goes back to, you know, D. Ford in the AFC Championship game where he lines up Mm -hmm. offsides. Like, uh uh-oh, that's not good. Oops. You know, and it costs them an opportunity. You. You go back and pre-snap penalties. You, it was if it's so egregious, it has to be called, and yeah. that was one of those situations. Because if it, they don't call that, if they don't call that, they're gonna get killed. They should have mm-hmm. called two penalties on that pre-snap. The right tackle Taylor, he's offsides as well. He's in the backfield. It's an illegal formation. Yep. You talked about it. Something earlier. that he's done a thousand times this season because he's not fast at getting back. Yeah. He's slow in his pass set, so he has to line up further back. And that's why in that play, he's looking across like, oh, I got to go against Von Miller. Guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure that I'm back fast. He's off the ball. They could have thrown two different penalties on that play. And I know that a lot of Chiefs fans are screenshotting Von Miller looking like he is lined up offsides. That was the camera angle as well. There's down the line Behind shots yeah. that that show he, he wasn't. Yeah. He got a good jump on the ball, too, uh, on the snap on the very next play. I mean, these things happen, but to to say that <laughs> you're erasing greatness, uh, don't draw the the focus onto the officials. Draw the focus onto Kadarius Tony, who's yeah. now lost you multiple games mm-hmm. this year. Remember, week one, he couldn't catch a ball to save his life. Dropsies, and they lost the football game. You look at this game, and there's other. I think it was like what. Gosh, at the beginning of this, losing four out of six games, mm-hmm. I think he had another couple of big drops. He had one, he had the, the ball that went through his hands that went up for the interception. Kadarius Tony has been at the focal point of all of this, mm-hmm. and I, I get it. You're not going to turn on your teammate in front of the media, but turning on the officials is not the way to do it. And it, it makes them look that much worse when every other fan base in the NFL has been saying, and this is – like they've been saying, you guys have benefited from so many calls that have gone your way. Patrick Mahomes has gotten literally last week. He got a flag he did not deserve. Well, in the Super Bowl, 
you know, just this past Super mm-hmm. Bowl where they won, right? The Bradbury, P.I., right? The, okay, it, bring that energy to that play, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and sit there and say, you, you know you what? Did you want to let them play there? Shouldn't have, shouldn't have thrown that flag in that moment, right? That's not the way it is. It, officials are not perfect. They are human. They screw things up, even in the NFL. is Does that make everything, you know, wash it all the ills away? No, it doesn't. But this is not a gray area. No, this it's is not. very black and white. It is, and not only that, the 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 PR speak that he goes with there. Not, it's not just for us; it's for all of football. Yeah, making it about the collective. It's like it, that's quite literally PR speak. Yeah, just like make, making it about everybody else and not about you, deflecting out, making everybody your pain, everybody else's pain. This is the kind of thing you see from from like defense lawyers regularly, and it's just like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, knock it off. Yeah, you've got some aggrieved group of people <laughs> shut up and play football stop whining that's the thing is this is just so well, whiny there was more it's the call man just in that moment i mean it's it's not even for my, myself or for me it's just i know how much everybody puts into this game and for it to to happen on a flag change the outcome of a game um in that moment i mean I, i've played seven years never had that never had offense all sides called I mean, that's we that's elementary school. We we talk about. I mean, you point to the ref, do all that different type of stuff, and and it doesn't get called. And if it does, you, they warn you, and there was no warning throughout the entire game. Um, and then you wait till there's a minute left in the game to make a call like that. Um, it's just tough, man. It, it, I mean, it's lost for words, man. It's just it's tough because regardless if we win or lose, man. Just, just for the, the end of, with another game, and we're talking about the refs, man. It's just not what we want for any for the NFL and for football. Now he is right in that if you are close, like the officials will give you a warning and be like, "Hey, man, you need to back up, or you need to scoot forward." But this we wasn't will. close. It wasn't close. It wasn't close. This was not close. And here's the thing about Mahomes, and everything has been gravy in Mahomes' career. It, it really has. Like the dude has done nothing but win. I mean, he has won at every turn since he became the starting quarterback of the Kansas City Chiefs. And, like, even if his losses, right, if his losses are in the Super Bowl, right, not a bad run that you've Mm -hmm. had there, Pat. You know, he has has had an incredible just runway of success that, that he has had. At the same time, when you have these, these bouts of adversity, this is where the the NFL fans as a collective start turning on you because I love Tom Brady. I call him the angel that just floats around the field, you know, dropping touchdowns everywhere. Mm-hmm. This is the stuff he did that made people hate Tom Brady. Wine, like wine, 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 wine. Yeah, when the, when things aren't going your way, you are whining. And when you win as much as a guy like Brady or Mahomes win, then it is everything in a loss is amplified for you and because wh- adversity is something they didn't, they've never faced no and they are competitors to the nth degree to where they don't want to be in this situation they don't handle it the right way and they don't neither one of them handles it the right way because all they really do is win but this is where the the fan bases that don't have an issue with you that aren't Chargers Raiders Broncos fans that sit there and have have lost to you done nothing but lose to you in in divisional play this is where everybody else goes come on man like what are we doing here you can't act like this because a game didn't go your way or a season didn't go your way right now the Kansas City Chiefs are eight and five and they do not they look like a shell 
of the competent and competitive team that they have been. And we can chalk that up to a lot of different things. Could it be just the receiver room is just doo-doo, which mm-hmm. it is? Which it yeah. is. Could it be that their defense has played really stinking well in spurts of the season, mm-hmm. but is also kind of accordion back and forth? Could be. Could it be Eric Bieniemy is now in Washington mm-hmm. and no longer attached at the hip of Andy Reid? Sure. Like, you can chalk up a lot of these things, but the fact of the matter is that every single great quarterback and every single great team goes through this. Mm -hmm. When you win, teams go and they pillage your roster. Look at the Eagles' defense and what they're going through right Mm -hmm. now, right? Where their five leading tacklers from a year ago, they got paid, baby, and they leave and they go to a different team. Guess what? Eagles' defense sucks. (laughs) Turns out. (laughs) Right? When you are successful, your coaching staff also goes and gets raided. Mm -hmm. He has had... The luxury of winning a lot of games, and he is a big reason why. But and he's maintained a lot of the staff and the, players. The stability is now mm-hmm. no longer there, and every great dynasty has gone through it. Whether it was, you know, the Niners of mm-hmm. the '80s, the Cowboys of the '90s, the Patriots and their revolving door of coordinators that went through and failed as head coaches and ended up coming back at various times. This is what happens, and you got to kind of. It's not like a rebuild. But it's a retool in re-navigating through the waters of the NFL season. And the Chiefs are not handling it the right way right now. And are they going to pull out of it on the other side? But they got one of the best damn quarterbacks, not just in the game right now, but to have ever played the game. Mm -hmm. And they need, what they need to do is just kind of refocus and and bring it home. Because they got some soul searching to do. And right now, all they're doing is pointing fingers in the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good look for no, Mahomes, though. It's not me. He, look, or Andy Reid. I, I looked at this coming into this week, and it was just one of those things where I was like, there's something not right. If you look at who they've beaten and who they've lost to, there's nothing that says that anything about this team is anything above average. Yeah. As, as the Vancouver Ford text line is pointing out, 503 864 6326. That's how you can text in, be a part of the show, or in the YouTube chat, youtube.com slash 1080 AM, the fam. Uh, this says, Flag was thrown before the ball even left Mahomes' hand. The ref had no idea how the play was going to develop. No, nobody knew that no. Travis Kelsey was going to go YOLO, throw the ball back to Darius mm-hmm. Tony, and it be successful, which was just a wild play. It was amazing. It was amazing. It was amazing. But you should also not be in that situation at the end of the game to where you're pointing the finger at the officials. And I think that's what we're all kind of learning. Um, all right, 503-864-6326. That's the Vancouver Ford text line. Would love to hear uh, some of your feedback. And um, as this texture points out, you know, w- what is the Taylor Swift effect? They've been losing a lot since she showed up. Just mm. saying. Huh? Dun, 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 dun. Huh? They're two and two. The Swifties are going to come for you. Well, Kadarius Tony, the Swifties are coming for you. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're going to pack him up. He's going to disappear. Yeah. It's not good, dude. Mm. Not good. A lot of things rhyme with Tony. The song's coming. Ooh, a breakup song with Kadarius Tony. I like that. I like that. All right. uh, Hey, let's stick in the AFC West here really quick because. Go on. um, Well, we're not going to the 3 0, whatever that was. Uh, But we had a rough start with an even worse finish next on The Fan. Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. All right, uh, the rough start turned into a nightmare finish for Justin Herbert in the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, is there really a nightmare finish if you know you suck? Yeah, I think what we saw out of the, of the Chargers is exactly what we thought we would see from the Buffalo Bills. They... 100% quit and have quit on Brandon Staley. There were times where they were like doing a tight shot on Staley 
and like something would go wrong and he would just like be murmuring to himself like what what is that what what happened there? This is the tweet from the end of the game from Rich Eisen from NFL NFL Network. In my 20 years at NFL Network, I've never seen more fourth down decisions, play calling, mm. and execution backfire more for a team than the Brandon Staley Chargers. They were one for six on fourth down. Uh, Easton Stick was the quarterback for... That's not a real person. A half plus. Not a real person. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. I had an Easton sure hockey is. stick. Oh really? Yeah. So you had an Easton stick yourself? I've I've had lots of Easton sticks. Former North Dakota State Bison quarterback, uh, but Justin Herbert. And this is the problem with what the Chargers are right now. Herbert didn't look good at the beginning of that game. He was atrocious. I mean, it was before he even got hurt, and it looks like his season might be done uh, because now it looks like an index finger injury on his throwing hand. Oh, no way. You can't put that giant club on his throwing hand? Yeah, no, no, no. And he's already got the busted middle finger on his non-throwing hand. Which, again, if you've not seen it, looks like a club on his finger. But what is... Like, they have got so many issues with that team. It's unfathomable with all the talent that they have, just how bad they are. Mm -hmm. But Herbert didn't look right at the very beginning of the game, but then as you saw him get teed off on and then Easton Stick come in and get teed off on, they allowed six sacks in the game. And it wasn't like it was only the quarterback that was holding on to the ball for too long. I mean, it was atrocious offensive line play Mm -hmm. by the L.A. Chargers. And the Denver Broncos are just sitting there. They're just plugging right along, and they win 24-7, to and nobody's still going to buy in on, on Denver, and rightfully so because of the fact that right now you're looking at a 7-6 and team, which they have, I mean, what, they won six of their last seven games, looking really dang good right now. But when you win six of your last seven in the NFL, applaud them. Give them, give them the old attaboy, right? I refuse. Well, I mean, but their their wins are against the Chiefs, the Bills, the Vikings, Browns, and now the Chargers, right? They're playing pretty good football as a team. Mm. And you can give the – you're giving the eh. – mm. it's about winning. And they are. And Russell Wilson is not lighting up any stat sheet because he's not an elite quarterback anymore. No. But once you get over the fact that Russell Wilson is an elite, what he's doing is he is navigating a game now for Sean Payton. And he's doing it very well. He's completing seven passes over the line of scrimmage in a game. Take what they give you. I'm. They won twenty four to seven. The Danny. Chargers give you everything. But you okay? But you and again, I just said rightfully so. Not buying into them as a like playoff contender. Ugh. They're because they're not. No. But they're winning football games, and they're finding their identity. And that identity right now is if we don't have to push the ball down the field, why should we? And, look, there were throws that, that Russell Wilson made that Jerry Judy drops a ball. in, Like, it hit him in the hands in the, the end zone. We've seen that and it just goes bloop to the ground. Remy, again, why is he a Denver Bronco? Jerry Judy? Yeah. Was he always with the Broncos? He was drafted. Drafted by him? Yeah. To the Broncos? No, my, my point is... How many great Broncos wide receivers have we seen lately? Oh, well, I mean, DT, yeah, Demarius Thomas, a, a while, a long time, a ago. long time, that's RIP, that's like Demarius Thomas, Julian Thomas, PSU, great. It's but it's been a hot minute since they've nailed that slot. Is what I'm saying, right? But what Russell Wilson is doing is winning six of the last seven games, sure, and getting his team this, into playoff. This feels contention. very much like a worse version of the Minnesota Vikings last year. That's what this feels like. Games are like. Mm. 
I mean, they've won their one-score games, but they blew out Kansas City. They blew out the Chargers just now. I mean, it's not like Minnesota was playing with fire the entire year. One thing that Denver's defense is doing is they're actually showing they were atrocious at the beginning of the year. First five games, I think they were now, one of the worst defense in the league. Now they're above average. And they're playing really good. Hmm. They they are playing. Re- I mean, I, I mean, goodness gracious, you're giving up twenty points a game in the NFL. Hmm. I mean, it's not awesome. But last yesterday they gave up seven. They give up seventeen to the Texans. They give up twelve to the Browns. No, it's the Browns without a quarterback. Yeah. But I mean, nobody's lighting up the scoreboard on them since they got it. Nobody scored thirty on them in the That's last fair. seven weeks. They're playing okay. I think you got it. They're had, playing okay. You had uh, what? A rookie quarterback, no quarterback. You had Mahomes sick as a dog, and then you had a backup who it sounds like a made up name playing for the Chargers. They were beating them before that, though. No, you're not wrong. But I also, mean, the Chargers are bad. Chargers are they're they're unequivocally they're bad. unequivocally bad, and they just need to end it with Brandon Staley I, right now. I don't understand it. I don't. Why would you not just mercy kill the guy at this point? Yeah, that's true. Why are you making him go through this? Yeah, it's almost punishment at this point. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, here's the big problem, though, with Denver. Even though they've won six of their last seven. I don't. I'm not gonna. Is anybody gonna pick them to win a playoff game? If they no, make the playoffs? God, no. no. There's not a matchup in no. there that anybody's picking them for. No, but you got to give credit where credit is due, and that they pulled out of a tailspin that I didn't think they could pull out of, and yeah. they've done it over the last two we'll months, see. and it's been pretty good. I mean, they've been playing pretty good football over the last two months. I still, there's a pretty good chance they don't make the playoffs. Yeah, but at the same time, so they, so they went from some being awful to sucking less. Yeah, but how many teams can we say that? they get the Lions, Patriots, Chargers, and Raiders? I mean, you look at that, they're probably a 10-win team. Yeah, Lions, you did me, you did me dirty again this weekend. Uh, can't trust them. Nope. Can't trust them. Let's talk about the, the Lions. They made Justin Fields look good. Mm, that's um, tough. And I've got, I got bone to pick with uh, one Doug Peterson of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. That coming in hour you number two Rust. as well. Danny Dusty on the fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.